Yo, Nick, are you down? I don't know, Lucas. I'm not not down. Are you down? Not not down. Not not cool, down. Cool, cool, cool. Episode welcome, welcome, welcome. Oh, shit. Not. Merp. I'm not not down. I'm not not down. But I'm not not down. But I'm not down. This is a terrible introduction. Welcome to the not, episode. I, oh, what? that's a good one. Wait, no, no, no. That's a good one. I'm not. I'm not down to not be down. That's a good one. I just thought of Wait, that. Wait, say it one more time. I'm not down to not be down. That's like a tr- that's a quadruple negative, and I'm kind of here for it. I had to, I had to literally think about no, that. like I I'm not down to not be down. So therefore, that I'm, means you're I'll, down. I'm going yeah. to be down. Okay. Well, next time next yeah. time someone's you're gonna need to bring this up naturally in conversation, and you're gonna have to say it really quickly, and you're gonna blow someone's mind. I'm gonna see sparks flying out of their ears. I'm not sure. You've dropped something, and now you're fixing. Something. Look, I don't know what to say. It's like as soon as we start recording, all of a sudden I notice all of these like little tiny details and I have to make adjustments. I swear you like you like you see a crack in the ceiling and then you like pull out the cement to go like cement it to go patch okay. it up mid recording. I, I have <laughs> and then you see and then you start cut trimming your plants that are in your apartment. Oh, for sure. And then when we take our breaks and stuff, I'll go to the bathroom and then I'll just start wandering around and I'll make little adjustments in my kitchen and shit like on yeah. the way back. I don't know. It's that and when um, Nick starts uh, like preparing audited financial statements mid recording, and I'm like, Nick, mid- we gotta kind of have to record here. And I'm like, Oh shit, sorry about that. <laughs> Oopsies, yeah. slipped my mind. Uh, but well, whatever. Welcome, welcome to the episode. I'm not down to not be down uh, to record. Not not down. Uh, episode fifty five. This is way past 55. I think it's like 59. 58. Wow. I was picturing 58 in my mind, but for some reason, 55 came out of my mouth. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Well, all right. Jumping into it. Lucas, do we need to clear the air on anything? But You say that as if there's something that I need to clear the air about. Like, you said this, Lucas. You need to clear the air. Uh, I did not intend for that. Uh, no, I do not have anything I need to clear the air about. I hope. Okay. I don't think so. No, I, I, I don't either. Um, I don't know. Every no, sometimes, like we 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 mess up things. I don't think we messed up last episode. It was just you and I going back and forth and talking. And so essentially, we should just clear the air for the whole, entire episode because if it's just Nick and I, we don't really have a third party to really kind of correct us mm-hmm. uh, when we're wrong. So if it's just me and Nick, odds are the entire episode was wrong. So yeah, we apologize. It's completely incorrect. And you're like, yes. eh, we probably could have seen this one coming. Yeah. Um, so what's up? I, okay, all right. So this is something. In, I don't know why I just said what's up. We just did a full recording. and it's We just like, did a full recording. So, but there's something I want We've been talking this entire time, but now we've, yeah. Nick and I finally get to talk one-on-one. Yeah. Okay. So this is something I, I, I wanted to bring up. Um, it, we're about to introduce our guest for today. We did a really fun interview with Lorenzo. But during the interview, I was kind of quiet. I don't know if you noticed that. A little um, bit. 
Yeah. Okay. So there's a reason for but that. But I just figured because I tend to talk, I tend to interrupt and I tend to talk over Nick, even when I can see that he has <laughs> so like Something. a that's, thought. That's why I, it's, it's like you, it, it's, you can't see it on the zoom, but I'll raise my one finger. Like the way that you raise your hand for a check. I'll do that. For me, that's not even good enough. I will still talk even when I see so, that. <laughs> so keep going over it. Whatever. What I was going to say is like, as soon as we started the recording, I started getting heartburn. And it's super unusual for me, but the thing is I've been getting heartburn for like the last couple of days, like an Nick, old man. go see a fucking doctor. I need to go see a – I still – honestly, I still haven't seen a fucking doctor. Still haven't seen a doctor. But I I'm feel like, like you have like – you have ongoing health things that you need to go get situated and I feel like it's only going to get worse if you don't see a doctor. It for sure is only going to get worse. And I have, I now just have so many people pestering me about going to the doctor. I need to finally go to the doctor. See, Um, I'm like, I'm a hypochondriac when it comes to anything. So any abnormality, I go to my fucking doctor. See, the thing is, it'll just like start going away. Then I'll just be like, well, I don't want to, I don't want (laughs) to take time off of work. I don't want to drive somewhere. I don't want to do all these annoying ass things. So like, I'll probably be fine. The great thing about 2021 is they do phone call appointments and they do video appointments. So you don't even have to leave your apartment to take to meet with your doctor. No joke. I have a doctor's appointment tomorrow, but I don't have to leave my house because it's a phone call. Okay. Well, I didn't know about that. That sounds pretty outstanding. Super down for that. Yeah. I booked it today, and I'm doing the appointment tomorrow, which is great. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty fun. What I was going to say is I had heartburn that whole episode, and every time I tried, like, breathe, or during the whole, whole interview, and every single time I attempted to breathe in deeply, I was, like, there was, like, shooting pain throughout my entire chest, and I had to, like, stop. So oh I'm God. sitting there, and I'm, like, trying not to make it seem like a thing, but it was, like, definitely a thing the entire time. It wasn't noticeable. I mean, probably not to Lorenzo. I mean, I noticed mm-hmm. you just being a little quiet, but I just thought, like, that's just Squidward being Squidward. Yeah, no, that was it. I, it was because I had, like, daggers literally going through my chest the entire time. But, yeah, uh, well, with that, I... On that note, let's go to the interview. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the interview. Interview's awesome. Had a great time with uh, Lorenzo. Yeah. Super fun, and he's got some uh, some pretty cool things cooked up. Yeah, I mean, what's good about that interview is I was, I'm really interested in just like reality TV in general and casting, producing what they look for. Obviously, I like going to clubs, so the whole club promoting was interesting. So I was happy to take over uh, for your heartburn issues and just mm-hmm. ask away. So unfortunately for our listeners, you're going to hear a lot of my voice. But hey, that's what happens when Nick has heartburn. That's what happens when I get heartburn. Well, without further ado, let's uh, let's introduce Lorenzo. See you on the other side. Cheers. Cheers. I appreciate you guys having me on, though. I remember we talked yes. about this briefly too, and then I totally, totally, I totally forgot about it. I'm glad Nick reminded me and reached out because <laughs> I was 100 percent down. I mean, you can only imagine this happens like all the time. I'm sure Nick and I like. Even when we're not together, we'll go and we'll say, you should come on the podcast. Yeah. And then, but we're wasted out of our mind and probably don't even remember. Like, who we told. <laughs> no. Yeah, I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if that was like drunk talk or if you guys actually meant it, but I'm glad. I'm glad you guys oh, have me on. 100%. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's that, and it's like, I don't know, we've definitely yeah. promised hundreds of people uh, to come on the podcast. It's the thing is, we just have to remember to, uh, like, invite them when we're sober and actually, like, yeah. set up the Zoom and everything like that. Oh, for sure, man. Yeah, I mean, and plus it's like, when we talk about it with people, we never know who's actually serious about coming yeah. on, you know? Like, we don't know, like, if they, they were just saying that in the moment or they actually want to come on because, you know, not everyone likes to hear their own voice back on a recording not many people, like, I don't know, want to put themselves out there. So we understand. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, I don't even like my own voice either, but I'm, we'll make an exception for this because I'm sure it's fun. Hey, <laughs> I mean, have you heard my voice? I mean, it's, not, it's nothing to write home about. So listen, you're doing, you're fine. Perfect. Well, welcome. Uh, we got our interview, an extremely special guest uh, here. This is our, our buddy Lorenzo. He I, I is, did not miss that. I did not uh, miss that introduction. Nick does it to everyone. Okay. And then <laughs> Lucas, likes, Lucas likes bringing up how I do it to everyone. So the guests go from feeling like really, really special, like they're an extremely special guest, and now it's uh, Nick and Lucas bickering back and forth like an old married couple. But regardless, we do have an extremely special guest here with us today, our friend Lorenzo. He has been to many, many events that we've been at. And like we were saying, riffing back and forth, we're always talking with him at some pregame or at some event. And, you know, he always got, has some like interesting stuff going on and like has a very interesting lifestyle that is different from Lucas and I. Um, <laughs> I'm like looking at the kind of like the list of things that we have jotted down. You're kind of like a jack of all trades. It's like you have one hand in many different buckets. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of buckets. And then I'm, I have to try to find a happy medium to not spread myself too thin sometimes because I got to remind myself too, you know, because the more things you're doing, you lose you lose focus and attention, all of other, all the other stuff. So I got to remind myself, you know. Yeah. So I guess to start, like, where did you graduate from? Like, where did you go to college? Or did you go to college? I'm not even 100% yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, actually, funny story. So I went to uh, Queen Mac at Grossmont. I don't know if you guys know those community colleges. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, but I wasn't, I was fully intending on going to San Diego State, going, getting my finance degree, everything like that. But at the time, I wanted a professional job. I got a job as a bank teller. And then I ended up finding it was really interesting. I liked it. They liked me. So I got promoted to a banker. Uh, went to like a banking academy and I actually dropped out uh, during my third year of college to actually pursue banking and actually kind of more like a trade school tailored towards banking. And I loved it. So I ended up doing that, um, which I'm thankful for. I ended up not being in any debt for call from college. So I was like, you know what, like I'm a big proponent and just going more into what you enjoy. So I think a trade school for some people is better than college, yeah. in my opinion. So it ended up working out for me because um, then I hopped around a couple different banks um, ended up at Union Bank and then kind of stood there for a bit too. But I loved it. We kind of brushed on it when we were talking, a little drunk talk, but like the stocks a little bit too. Um, that AMC GME uh, rocket, I was able to ride a little bit. So it allowed me to quit the banking industry. I'm actually taking a break from day trading too because I uh, got my butt kicked as of recently. So I'm kind of just chilling out right now. Yeah. So I'm just focusing with uh, and uh, bang bang at the moment. Yeah, well, I mean, I was going to pivot it in. I know it's like the first thing, like you have three different kind of coexisting like careers yeah. and professions that you're doing all at the same time, which just makes you like super multifaceted and interesting. But like the way that I was introduced <laughs> to you is you're like, Oh, I'm a pro um, I'm a promoter at bang bang, which is a, a nightclub in downtown San Diego. 
And I mean, my only interaction with promoters is when they're telling me that uh, I don't have enough girls in my group and I need to pay them like <laughs> a zillion dollars. And I'm trying to find their number and they're not like texting me back. And obviously, because I'm just some dude or whatever. But give us like a little bit of, of like a behind the scenes, more of like from your side uh, of the transaction. Like, what is it like being a promoter in like a big downtown club? Oh, I mean, it's crazy. It's a. I, it's pretty much a 180 from where I came from. You know, banking is so professional. Banking is, you know, it's black and white, right? So when you're working in a, a downtown nightclub in the industry, there's so much gray area. There's so much leeway. There's so much blurred lines uh, that are involved there. So I think that was the biggest transition for me was going from that black and white yes or no to like the maybe, depends, who they're bringing or how many people are coming, how much are they going to spend? There's just so many factors that you kind of have to use kind of your like common sense and your logic and make a judgment call or business decision um, on if it's the right call or not. So it's definitely a lot of quick thinking, uh, but it's fun. It's fun thinking, quick thinking. And and you can definitely see where experience kind of would benefit you in that industry because you got to have to be confident in what you're saying and, and how you're laying it over to people. Uh, but it's I like it, though. It's helped me actually get some qualities. And, you know, I've gotten some experience with that whole that whole the whole life. It's a whole 180, though, for sure. It's, it's, it's crazy yeah. in the corporate world. Yeah. Like a no is a no. A yes is a yes. You have yes. certain goals that you have to meet. You have a deadline that you have to yeah. get to. Like, whereas I can imagine promoting like a no could always be turned into a yes. A yes could be t- turned into a no, at, like at the snap of a finger. And, you know, it's kind of just like you read between the lines in a lot of instances, I would imagine. Yeah, no, no, most definitely. So that's the 180. But surprisingly, I think I've addressed it to it pretty quickly, which is great. Um, Obviously, I have a really good supporting cast at Bang Bang, too. Like, it's I don't think I've ever worked um, like in an environment like that before. Everybody, it's so family like Um, the guys that came in out of Miami. They're like our age. They're super dope. And they didn't just hire off experience, they hired off of attitude, vibe. I would imagine those are probably the people you don't want to work with. <laughs> no, they're so sick. They're so sick. They're the, the sickest guys I've ever met, honestly. Like, they, they don't hire off of, uh, like, they hire off experience, but they hire off of the vibe you give off and, like, how your, you know, your interpersonal skills and how well you can relay yourself with other people, too. Yeah. Um, or relate to other people as well, too. So, I mean, it's great. Everybody is very close and there's not really, there's no clicks. Like, no, you know how you work at industries, there's clicks. Everybody's one big family there. So, that's probably one of the biggest so, fun factors. For me. I mean, you could say whether you're allowed to go into this or not, but like, I'm always wondering like how the like the compensation factor works or the payment structure works, like as a promoter. Obviously, you're not salary. I would imagine you don't receive a W two from working at uh, for being a promoter at a club, right? Everything's based off of yeah. commission or. Or how does that work? Yes, it's all it's all percentages, right? So you're just you're at the end of the day, you're trying to give yourself the biggest the biggest piece of that pie possible. So, I mean, obviously you're compensated for your hard work, and you know, obviously we're all chasing after that bag. Can't get into numbers or details, but it's it's all basically trying to get into that percentage. And that percentage that you want at the end of the night. But like, but yeah, a lot of it is essentially yeah. like, yeah, you could be working your ass off, but if you're not pulling, if you're not mm-hmm. getting people to buy tables or you're not getting people to spend money, then they're going to get rid of you. Right. Oh yeah. I mean, yes and no too. Cause I also, I don't know if I told you guys, I serve there as well okay. too. 
Um, and I, and I help out a little bit with the food to prepare, like preparing out to, to run out the tables, helping out servers. So I do a little bit of everything there. Um, so all that stuff is not necessarily commission based, makes sense. but obviously we get, we get, obviously we get tips yeah. uh, as well too. So I would almost say the nightclub promoting or anything like that would be kind of like the cherry on top of what I'm doing as well with the, with bang bang. It's not just that it's kind of like a, I'm a one-stop shop with them. So I do a little bit of everything. Okay. So I would imagine. So now that you said you do also serving, that's more job security that they're not gonna get rid of you if you had a bad if you had like a bad week or something. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not. This ain't you no know, like this is no sweatshop in terms of like oh you gotta meet this number yeah. or else we're gonna kick you yeah. to the curb. It's more so like I'm part of the team. I just so happen to be able to you know promote for them too, and then I get you know I get a little comp- I get compensated based off of that promoting as well. Um, but I still have, I still have my consistent income regarding the other jobs from them cool, too. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I get, so follow on just like, obviously people go out, they want to have a good time. They want to throw like celebration for, you know, a birthday, bachelor party or whatever. As someone who actually is a promoter, what would you say are like the, the best like tips and tricks on, you know, getting a good deal at a club, like getting a spot in there? Um, maybe some things that people can look out for. Cause you know, yeah, yeah. For, I mean, obviously, obviously, I know you, the you know, promoters want to make the money, but you know, as as normal dudes going out, we also uh, you know want to get the best experience from our end as well. Yeah, most definitely. Uh, I mean, a lot of it helps if you just go in and just buy dinner, like come in and check it out, um, buy a little bit of food, and then you know, leverage that and say, hey, look, like you know, I bought some food here. Um, can you guys swing potentially getting me into this club? You know, might have some girls coming, and then you know, if you if you're spending a little bit of money wherever you go. Um, they're more than likely it will say, okay, this guy's spending a little bit of money or he's hanging out here and maybe he knows, maybe he knows a good group of people or some girls that he's with. And then you can kind of leverage that into getting in either free or very cheap, if that makes sense. Um, yeah. I've also heard the thing where like, if you go out, so like for instance, promoters like yourself and like other people mm-hmm. working is technically working in the industry right that's like what it's called the industry correct yeah it's the it's like the industry life right so yeah. we'll have industry nights you know everybody that works in the industry whether you're a security guard whether you're a busser whether you're a promoter gm everybody can come together and we'll have these industry nights at different locations not just bang bang but Got it. a sidebar so i've heard that those i've heard since you guys are all working the main nights like friday mm-hmm. saturday maybe sunday the nights that you guys all go out are like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, kind of like earlier on in the week. Is that true? Correct. Yeah, yeah. Our industry nights almost are never on weekends because those are our pop nights, right? We want to make most money possible. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have our industry nights on nights that necessarily most of the regulars or people that visit downtown won't go. Mm-hmm. So you'll see it on like a Monday, a Tuesday, Wednesday. Those are normal for, for industry. So is it true that if I were trying to like work the system, someone like me should go out on like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday meet all you guys so that I know I have a name and I could put a name to a place and then come Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I could use your, I could use you guys and hit you up and be like, yo, can I come through? And then like get you guys. That's actually a, that's actually a genius to be honest. I've never, I haven't even thought of that from my, from my point of view, but yeah, actually now that you think about it, if you go to an industry night and you're meeting people, just having a small talk, I mean, for all you know, you're talking to head of security at Sidebar yeah. or you're talking to the general manager at Mavericks or wherever it may be. 
And if you end up, you know, if they put a face to the name and, it, and you're memorable, I mean, 100%, you go up to the door, oh, bro, we were vibing last week, or thanks for that shot last week, bro, come on right in, like, you're free of charge, don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, 100%, that happens all the time. Cool. Um, but that's very smart. Now, I, I myself wouldn't have thought of that, yeah. <laughs> to go in on industry night as somebody who's not an industry. But here's the thing, I'd never go out on a Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, so it's not like I can really use this skill yeah. for my benefit. I mean... If, if if it's that if it's if it's that important to you to not pay a cover on a weekend to go out and meet some industry people and more power to you, uh, I don't think a lot of people are willing to do that. But it's a great idea if you really are thriving to spend as little money as possible. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. I feel like you got to really be like on a mission to save money when you go out in order. Yeah, to like and and, it, and like at that. the end of at the end of the day, like you're still technically spending money right because you're, st- you're taking the time out of your day to go on a weekday so yeah. kind of yeah. evens out in the long run yeah i mean and on the weekends it's i'm on a mission to spend my money i'm an idiot i just don't try to save it's, yeah it's not good yeah the more drinks i go in the more money that comes out right so <laughs> yeah. i get that yeah <laughs> then we get that too <laughs> all right so i mean i guess like another follow-on question is like obviously working in a nightclub i'm sure you see some like wild shit uh you know do you have any like a couple of like of, of like interesting stories of things like you never expected you would see, you know, like working mm-hmm. in clubs like this. That's or a great question. That even shocked you, man. I mean, there's definitely been fights that's broken out. I mean, that's expected, right? Um, yeah, I've never seen anybody really. I had, there was a guy with long hair. He got he got dragged out of the club by one of our employees because he wouldn't leave. Wait, by his hair? Or I've never just... seen that happen before. By his long hair, just grabbed his long hair, and he was just dragging him right across the floor. Oh my god! <laughs> and I was just I I was actually coming out of the restroom, and I just see a guy being dragged out by his hair. So that one <laughs> caught me off guard for sure. <laughs> You're like, eh, someone's yeah. getting dragged out. No big deal. Yeah, a hundred percent. But yeah, lots of fights have definitely broken out. Obviously, you have drunk, obnoxious people too. I'm sure people throwing up. Oh, of course, all the time, and then we'll have our we'll have our random, you know, homeless man walking up the stairs, thinking it's maybe like a, a medi shop or something. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Just kind of yeah, and then we'll we'll have those confrontations, but and then you also have the people obviously super drunk or on yeah. a bunch of drugs. So it's just you see a little bit of everything. What's like the policy on like getting kicked out? Like, is it like if someone gets physical, they're kicked out immediately? If you see drugs, kicked out immediately? Or like, do you hear what they have to say? Yeah, I mean, technically speaking, we're zero tolerance on any, like, drugs, alcohol, I mean, alcohol, drugs, fighting, uh, sexual harassment of any kind is a no-no for sure, too. So, yeah. I mean, any of the security guards see it, I mean, they're pretty much, they have every right to toss you. Um, they have all been given the right to make their own judgment call and toss someone out. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of just depends on the individual that sees you, but... All I can say is, yeah, there's definitely people who will just, they'll see something and they're out for mm-hmm. sure. There's just too many people there, too many things going on for them to just tolerate all these things. Because if they let one thing go, then the whole place is chaos, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, I mean, for the most part, though, yeah, they just let everyone make their judgment call that works there. What, what seems like the smart choice. Yeah. yeah. Just a quick memory. I've been kicked out of a club before. I think it was not Bang Bang, not Basement. What was the other? What was the other big one down there? Omnia. I think I was. Kicked, Omnia. I think I was kicked out of Omnia, and then I made my way back in somehow, and they didn't like recognize me, so I was able to get back in, which was good. You guys gotta hide from the security, you know. Just hide in the dark places; you'll be just fine. <laughs> yeah, I think I was yeah. like wearing a blazer, and I just threw my blazer in some bushes or something, and then just like tried to walk back. <laughs> a smart man You're in a little disguise. I like it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the no, only, I, ironically speaking, I've only gotten kicked out of a club once and I was sober, but my clumsy self, I tripped, I tripped downstairs and I was, 
Yeah, I had I've only had one drink in me. I tripped downstairs, I thought I was drunk, and they kicked me. <laughs> this was at a Damn. this was at a short club actually in PB. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's like a what? bar, not a club. <laughs> yeah, oh, wait, what stairs yeah, did you fall down? There's a back staircase behind Short Club. It's out there's an outside area now. Oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. There's always a security guard back there by those stairs though. So I tripped going down them. And I'm like, man, it wasn't even worth getting kicked out. I only had one drink. So <laughs> Yeah. But that was my only once. Nick, have you been kicked out of one a uh, club or bar? You definitely have. I'm actually. I want to say yes, but the thing is, I can't tell you exactly where. He probably doesn't remember. Probably Mi- Miller's. Miller's. No, no, no. All right, so I actually do know one. It was in Cabo. So it was like the first time I went or something, and we were at. I forget the name of it, but it was that. It was that club in Cabo that had all like the cows and stuff. And I literally, like, I <laughs> went and I took a shot at the bar. Yeah, there was, like, the cows. Huh. Interesting. I don't remember. <laughs> okay, all right, whatever. I, I mean, I'll remember. Are we, are we sure they're, they're cows? I don't know. Maybe they weren't cows. <laughs> yeah. Positive they were cows. Because it's like, I, I always, I thought it was so weird. If it was, was like, Nick, if it was Nick and Cabo, and I would imagine maybe they were not cows and they were, like, lions or something. Something, a couple of just clouds or something. But all I know is I took a tequila shot and I wasn't like hammered or anything. But you know when a tequila shot goes down like the wrong, like it goes down bad and you're like, yeah. oh, this one's coming up. I literally took the shot, put it down, grabbed like an empty glass and like threw up into the glass. Ugh. And the, uh, like the bartender saw it and was just like out. And Oof. I'm like, I'm sorry. And I literally just turned around. I was, I was embarrassed and I walked out. I didn't even get escorted or anything. He just, pointed at oh, me oh man like, get out of here and i'm like <laughs> okay i'm going to the next one yeah <laughs> what also besides like bringing girls in like what else can help you get into a club or be able to like cut the line i would imagine also paying a large amount of money up front i mean any yeah i would say any club any bar i mean if you're if i mean if 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 their policy allows it like if you have the money for it i'm sure they'll let you yeah. For, I mean, it just kind of depends on it's case by case situation, but I mean, obviously money talks, right? Yeah. So I'm, I mean, it's, I've seen lots of occasions anywhere you go where that's definitely the case. So, I mean, obviously if you have money, like you're chilling <laughs> at the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. That's just how it is. Yeah. And so I guess if you're going to buy a table at that point, you're already spending the money. So whether you have more girls or no girls, it doesn't really matter at that point. Or could you get a cheaper table if you bring more girls? I mean, there's definitely exceptions made. Again, one of those blurred line situations. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah, depending on the amount of girls, yeah, for sure. There's definitely um, exceptions made, discounts given. It just kind of depends on yeah. the promoter you're working with, club you're working with, and how many girls you're actually bringing in. Yeah. And if they seem like if everyone seems like a great time and a great vibe, then I mean, they definitely they definitely can make ends meet. Cool. So yeah, it's definitely not black and white. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> And then um, lastly, before we move on to the – I'm actually really interested to talk about the dating app. But um, (laughs) why Bang Bang? Why not any of the other uh, clubs downtown? Well, number one, I I love house music, man. I love love house. I love EDM. That's a vibe. Like I've been there before. That was one of the first clubs I've – I went to when I uh, when I was younger back in Gaslamp and it was like an after party. And it was amazing. Uh, but not only that, like I love sushi, I love seafood. So it's like two of my favorite like things combined into one. So I was like, oh, this is the best. Like I want to work here. Yeah. Um, I also heard I was under new management and they were just kind of like that was an opportunity to kind of get in, get in early. Right. With new management, you want to get in early and quick. That way you can make your impression. And then, you know, the first ro- the first round of people in. 
the top performers are going to get rewarded for it, right? So yeah. I just found that as an opportunity, and I just wanted to capitalize on that. Uh, what are some uh, bigger name, I guess, DJs that have played at Bing Bing? Uh, the biggest, like, we had Lee Foss um, a couple weeks ago, who's pretty big. Mm-hmm. He performs a lot yeah. with, like, John Summit. Okay. Um, he's pretty huge, too. Um, I don't know if we'll have John Summit later, too. We might, but I think he would be very big if we ended up posting him, too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but they're pretty big DJs, like, over 100, 200K Damn. followers on Instagram, too. Um, hopefully, we might even book some bigger ones in the future, depending on how busy we can get. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it's exciting, though. We're going to have a lot. A lot of people, a lot, got a, a lot of great artists coming in too. Yeah. So. Hell yeah. 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 Good stuff. We also got Crossed coming up in like a month or so, mm-hmm. and I feel like Bang Bang usually does after parties or something. Yeah. Uh, for yeah. for like the Crossed artists, so that's always a good time. I know. Yeah, of course. I, I I'm always have I always have deals and promotions on the Instagram too, so feel free to add me. Yeah. <laughs> so anybody watching? Yeah. <laughs> Okay, so I'm actually really interested to talk about this uh, kind of like last topic that we have here. So, mm-hmm. casting, producing. I was surprised to see that it was a casting producer. You're a casting producer for a dating app as opposed to a dating show. So Nick and I both were reached out by like some lady mm-hmm. who was who was a casting producer as well. And this was mm-hmm. this is I think they're filming as we speak. This was more of like a Big Brother style. Yeah. In the reality TV show, it's going to be filmed in Texas, and it's more it's Big Brother, like Summer House, like that whole deal where they film your day to day life while you're working, and but they want more of like the re- it's not dating, so it's more of like the reality aspect, and yeah. With that, I made it to the second round with more of like a higher up producer, but I didn't. I don't think they didn't contact me after that. So I guess like how many levels are there? And like, how quickly will you hear back if you're one to be picked? Well, I mean, first, for, so for um, we're pretty new. So as, as far as levels go, yeah. there's not too many. Mm. But I could, I, I could actually speak better on the behalf of like the Bachelorette because I did audition for that um, a couple Ooh. years ago. Yes, and I made so I made it. I made it to the LA interviews. Um, so they cast thirty people. I made a top sixty, mm-hmm. and then but then that was when they had Claire that season. Age gap was too much. They told me straight up, yeah, try again next year. You know, it's just not going to work for us. So I was like, that's totally fine. I don't want to date her anyways. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> she was she was like 37 and I was like 24. I didn't even know it was going to be her until uh, last second. Um, but it was a great, it was an insane problem. I mean, there was like the initial application online, then a Zoom meeting, then a second Zoom meeting. Um, then they sent me to LA. There was a meeting with six producers. And then from there, I decided an NDA. And then <laughs> that's it. But and then I just got a call saying it wasn't the right fit, which is fine. But oh, so they let you know at that one that you weren't the right fit. Uh, they they gave me a follow up call. They basically said, "Be ready, things happen very fast here." Um, See, I like that. So, I wish that yeah. they would all. I wish yeah. that they would all give follow up calls and like t- let you know that you didn't make the cut. Like I would, as opposed to just like waiting and like to see whether they call you or not, and then never knowing. Yeah, yeah, lo- yeah. They were nice enough to do that. After a couple months, you'll know, but. I think beca- yeah. I think because they knew I spent a lot of time and effort going through the process, so they figured they might as well give show me the respect of calling me. Yeah. It's not just like it's not like I just sent him like a quick application online, mm-hmm. and you know, but because I went through a few interviews, I I went up to LA, met producers, and it was it was a wait. So, yeah. I mean, I'm glad they did that though. I'm glad they at least followed up. Um, our friend Aaron <laughs> yeah. is fucking killing it. He from oh ba- I know I saw from Bachelor to Bachelor mm-hmm. in Paradise. 
He is just good for him. You like I was just checking his followers, and they just skyrocketed. And then you see he's verified, and then it's so funny. Yeah, yeah, the guys, the guys doing great. He's blowing up. I mean, like I said, if you click on his profile every other day, he'll gain another 10k followers or something. So yeah. good for him. I'm the, sure he's gonna have a lot. I'm sure he's gonna be very well known after BIP or Bachelor in Paradise. Yeah, so. I mean the thing is with that is like okay, so right now he has like this like spotlight on him i just like you have to monetize like you have to have you can't just go on reality tv to go on reality tv i mean unless you're going to find love that's obviously one thing but if you're going for more of the fame aspect if you don't like build a business or something after that i feel like you'll lose that 15 minutes of fame and then you're like what what are you going to do next like no 100 percent. i think i I'm, I'm confident that he will monetize so i think after the bachelor in paradise season airs i'm sure he's gonna have probably double or triple the followers and that at that point monetizing is definitely a necessity and Mm -hmm. which i'm sure he'll capitalize on too um yeah because at that point you're looking at probably a hundred couple hundred k followers people will pay lots of money just to have a profile with that many followers yeah um so i'm humping i'm I'm sure he'll capitalize on that too i mean aaron's a smart guy like i've I've hung out with him a couple times and so i he definitely knows what he's doing and I saw some clips on TikTok of like of what he was doing on the bat on the Bachelor. He's a funny. He's a funny guy. I think his 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 uh, like like his funny self is going to get him a lot of followers too. So he's a he's a personality. He was the drama guy. He was the one creating yeah. the drama. <laughs> exactly, and I'm sure the producers absolutely love him. Yeah. So how long have you been doing this for? How long have you been, I guess, casting for this show? Not too long. I'd say about a couple months. Two months, roughly two and a half. Yeah, we're just we're we're just at the we're just at the very very top of the mm-hmm. the tip of the iceberg right now. There's a lot that's gonna happen. We have more projects rolling out. It's exciting. I mean, yeah. um, we're, we have a lot in the in the pipeline. Cool. Yeah. No. It's yeah. I, I I now see like those thing those two things that you're doing kind of work hand in hand. That's awesome. No, exactly. And I I think that yeah that and getting along with these girls definitely just was the full picture there for them too. So I'm I'm glad. Glad we kind of met each other. It's kind of just like puzzle pieces coming together, you know? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. I am totally curious. You guys are talking about, uh, you know, like like Aaron and, and just being like getting your 15 minutes of fame on these reality shows and stuff. Like what? how exactly do people monetize on this type of thing? So, you know, I, I guess if you don't become like the next bachelor or bachelorette and there's all these kind of runners up and, and stuff and obviously they, they blow up because they're on this season of television, you know, like what do people really like do next? I'm, I'm, I'm still kind of like ignorant in this whole world. Oh, no, you're, I mean, I, even I am too to that extent. Um, I'm just, I kind of know that it's just because I, I know a couple people I know just kind of tell me what they kind of been attempting to do, at least for monetizing. And these are people with like 50K, 100K followers, but, I would say number one is sponsorship programs or basically working alongside companies to like basically, you know, you know, when they like take pictures with like, let's say there's a like a protein or a blender bottle and they'll take a cool picture Mm -hmm. and then they'll have the blender bottle next to them. And then they'll be like on the bottom, like, oh, we're just enjoying my shake from, I don't know, like hashtag Jim Shark from, yeah, from hashtag like Jim, Jim Shark or whatever. And like such great, like check out their website. You can use my promo code 10% off. They get, I mean, they get commission on those and then also like sponsorship money as well mm-hmm. for advertising their product. Um, I see that a lot. Um, obviously, uh, companies that have up and coming products will pay people who are well known. Maybe if it's either up the alley of where they're from or they just fit the, they fit the picture well, but they'll pay them to be on their ads, uh, as well too. And they'll just show it like as a sponsored ad on Instagram or wherever it may be. Um, I think those are the top two in that realm as well. 
But yeah. I mean, if you know what you're doing, there's definitely ways. There's definitely ways to monetize correctly. I'm not a professional in that field, but that's what I've heard. This those two simple things so far. I mean, I don't know that aspect of it. I just I watch certain reality TV, and I've like I've heard podcasts where they have like these people as guests, and then they talk about like what they've started, and so they're going under these shows, and like they think like they don't think of it as reality. They think of it as a job, and so they think. You know, they, their job has an expiration date. You know, these shows aren't going to be on forever. Like, so say like a show only, you know, is on the air for 10 seasons and they're like on the reality TV, TV show for like four seasons of it before they get cut. They want to like start a product like a clothing brand or like an alcohol brand. And then they want to show that on the show as much as possible, like a drink or a beverage, like a sparkling cider. And then that's like free advertising, essentially, like to be on where hundreds of thousands, oh, 100%. hundreds of thousands of people are watching the show. And then, you know, they have an Instagram social media and then people see it, they buy it and whatnot. So I think it's just mm-hmm. no, that, yeah, that, growing. Exactly. That yeah, that's a great route. And I'm 100 percent like on their on their side when it comes to that, too. And I think another one I see is a lot of like people who are well known from either like, you know, Bachelor in Paradise or Bachelor, they'll come together. And they'll kind of like rekindle and they'll kind of like promote that, right? Like maybe they'll get on a podcast or they'll get on a little yeah. like, you know, like, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians, but they're keeping up with like Bachelor in Paradise stars. And they all get together, you know, do the, they do something as simple as like go to the beach or like mm-hmm. go to a club together and they'll film that or they'll portray that online and people will tune in because they love the personalities, right? So it's like a one stop mm-hmm. shop where you can see everybody. So they all kind of come together and monetize all together. So that's, I've seen that route as well. That's probably why it makes sense for them to kind of stick together. As much as possible because they're gonna they're gonna get more i guess if people seeing their shit if they're together rather than you know if you don't make any friends and you don't know you know you're by yourself yeah i think i'm already i think we're kind of already seeing that from uh the last bachelorette too right so some of them are sticking together post show you know sub they're subtweeting each other or reposting each other on instagram having pictures together and i i I know i'm not saying it's not genuine relationships but i mean it's also beneficial for them to monetize as well too that's what I've been seeing like that Aaron does is he's sticking with like a lot of the guys he's met on bachelor or bachelorette mm-hmm. and he's been posting with them and like doing uh, a lot of them. They do like live uh, Instagram, Instagram yeah. live. And so that right yeah, there, you're that. getting thousands of Smart. hundreds of thousands of people watching your shit. So, yeah, I know they do a lot of like ask me questions and answering them. So, and I think he's doing a great job with that too, because obviously people are getting to know him better yeah. and the funny side of him and who he truly is. Mm. And I mean, I feel like a lot of people are tuning into that. A lot of people are asking him questions. So yeah. it's all good things. Fuck. I was going to say one more thing, but I completely forgot. <laughs> <laughs> if you ever have me on again, I'm more than happy to, yeah. to answer more questions. Yeah. yeah. If I see a dating show, that's not really like something that I would want to do. I'm more of like the like entertainment part of it. Like you put mm-hmm. you put yeah. me on a reality TV show, like I will make it entertaining. So <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> I think some shows that I would like to be on are like I'm trying to think. Like what are some big ones that like are out there right now? Um, other than dating shows, was man. <laughs> I, I feel like it's it's dominated by the the dating it shows, is, but it's it just is. because the dating shows make it easy to get that kind of drama yeah. going. I know, like the other, like the Big Brother type of shows. Oh, yeah. it, it there's like there's more um fun. there's the OG one. It's uh, Survivor. If you guys have seen that. Oh yeah, I yeah. I do Survivor. Yeah, yeah. Survivor is definitely. OG. I used to watch it all the time when I had more time on my hands. Like Survivor was awesome, and yeah. that was, I think that was the only real one non-dating show I actually really got into. 
one of the reasons we couldn't, because we were going to have Aaron on our podcast, but I think the reason uh-huh. he can't do that because he's contracted with ABC, I think is the one who runs. Oh, Bat- yeah, Bachelor, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they can't go yeah. on. They can only do ABC things until the contract ends. So once that mm-hmm. contract yeah. ends, I think it's a couple, like a couple years or something, then they can go do separate shit. But until then, they're not allowed to go do third parties. He's basically, yeah, that's. He's basically signed to them, so they want, which I totally get. They want to leverage any sort of publicity he's going to get from people, social media. They want that attention on ABC and on him, right? So they don't want anybody taking the thunder <laughs> from what he could provide. That's basically what it is. I know. Yeah. As a podcast, yeah. he's trying to get our name out there. That kind of screws us over, but it is what it is. We're doing just fine. Yeah. yeah. There you go. No, I'm sure you guys are killing it. You guys seem like naturals, so. (laughs) Well, we like to talk, so I guess this that's kind of like that helps. I I like I like talking too, so it works out. (laughs) Cool, cool, cool. Well, then that being said, we should have you again. No, most definitely. Yeah, dude, this was fun, man. Like you guys, uh, time just flew by. I looked at my phone and I'm like, dang, about like 15, 20 minutes, 45 minutes in. Yeah, time flies. You're having fun. That's what we tell people. We're like, hey, like we just need like 45 minutes, like 30 to 45 minutes of your time, and they're and they're they think it's gonna be like, what are we gonna talk about? It's like, trust me, there will we will not have an issue having a conversation. Yeah, it's easy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I I appreciate you guys having me on though. Like honestly, like you guys are fun and. You know, I can't wait. I can't wait till you guys have this out. I can't wait to be watching. Even though I don't like my voice, even though I don't like my voice, I'll put up with it to listen to the whole thing. (laughs) All right, man. Well, thank you. We appreciate you coming on. Uh, We'll have to catch up soon when we're next time we're in San Diego. I'm sure we'll next time we're down there. We'll be pre gaming and fucking going out and being. Oh hell yeah. Yeah, oh, okay. gotta, yeah, gotta get out to gotta get out to Bang Bang. We gotta go to dinner Please. first because yes. apparently that's the way we oh, for, slip no, on for, into well, I will the, say the this for, for you two, I can make an exception. You guys will be just fine. I got yes, you guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey cool. guys, right. I, I I appreciate you guys taking the time to have me on. You guys are awesome. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. You want to plug yeah. your uh, your like Instagram handle or anything for we? Yeah. Oh we, yeah, uh, yeah. Close up. Yeah, you guys can add me. It's Lorenzo Lucas L O R E N Z O L U C A S, and then there's an underscore at the end. Um, and then you can click that follow button uh, and then, uh, yeah, you check out my, check out my uh, Instagram. Anyone in San Diego, if you're trying to be, if you're trying to do a dating show, you know, hit him up, slide into his DMs and maybe you never mm-hmm. know, he'll decide to interview you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Hit me up. Yeah. That or anyone, uh, got a bachelorette party going on, trying to go to bang, bang on, on a weekend. Hey, like hit your boy <laughs> up, guy. hit your boy up for sure. All right. 100%. We're, everyone, we're going to take a quick break and then Nick and I will be back on to do our poll questions. All right. Sweet. All right. Cheers. Thanks guys. Appreciate it. Yeah. Okay, and we are back. Thank you again to Lorenzo. Super fun interview. Looking forward to watching the dating show. Can't wait to hit Bang Bang next. Uh, yes. Cool. I just, yeah, I don't know. Luke, Lucas, <laughs> Lucas just threw me for a loop because he's like, I mean, I'm sure he's going to cut the first part, but like my voice or my volume apparently exploded. Now I don't know what's going on. No, here. well, here's the thing. I don't think it, it's going to pick up on the recording. I think it was just maybe the speaker portion but not your mic portion okay whatever Um, okay super weird anyways all right so let's let's close out the episode we've been recording for a long long time let's uh rip through the polls we got here so rip them uh lucas you ready rip through them rip through them okay so the first one and this one's very dear near and dear to my heart but is drinking energy drinks every day a psycho move what do you think nick 
Honestly, speaking of heartburn, this is probably what you're getting heartburn from, is these fucking energy drinks. You can't be drinking energy drinks. Yeah. I mean, I don't not agree. The thing is, I'm not drinking (laughs) energy drinks. I'm having my aminos. They're totally different things. It's just like a powder Mm. of an energy drink, not an actual energy drink. Debatably. Look on the the bottle. It's not FDA approved. Mm, eh, It might be. Let's go whip it out. I'll wait. Okay. Is it FDA approved? No, it's definitely not. I'm looking. No free ads, but here's it. It's banned substance tested. There's usually a square that says this has not been this has not been approved by the FDA at this point in time or some bullshit. Um. Honestly, I don't see it anywhere. I don't know you if it's banned or not. You checked everywhere? On the I'm thing? looking on the thing. It's usually like a rectangle with like bold letter words that says. I don't know. I can't. I don't see anything. Interesting. I'm, gonna, I'm trying to see if I have anything in my. No, I don't have anything in my. Whatever. This can be a clear the air then. I'll, I'll go back and, and check to see if the stuff I have every single day is like a ban uh, yeah. or if it's cool. FDA approved. All right. Well, anyways, uh, most people agree. It's like it was 22% like, no, that's not a psycho move. Uh, but 78% said very much so. But we were also speaking, we were speaking into, uh, into regions, Nicholas, uh, living in 3 1 drinking monster energy drink. I think like every that single day. Yeah, that's what that post was geared to, geared towards. Pretty much, yeah. Okay, yeah. all right. So the second one: Who would you least want to be drunk in front of? Your boss or coworkers or your significant other's parents? Definitely boss or coworkers, as opposed to significant other significant other's family. I mean, if you're drunk with your significant other's family, odds are they're drunk too. Like you probably went to some function together, so you're all wasted and if you make a fool of yourself the consequences aren't as severe as if you make a fool out of yourself in front of your boss or you say something you shouldn't okay see that totally makes sense but here's like playing devil's advocate you know if it is your like say it's your like wife or husband and this is family members that you're gonna have to see for like literally forever as opposed to like you know you, you maybe you can change jobs or you won't have the same boss for forever you don't see them like throughout every single day like if it's your significant other's family then that's going to stay with you for forever as opposed to maybe the boss or co-workers is like just a temporary thing yeah but i feel like outside of work and with friends significant others and especially their family you can get away with a lot more than you can in a professional setting of your boss or coworkers. I mean, like, I always monitor what I say when I'm around my coworkers and my bosses. Like, I would never talk the way I do on this podcast mm-hmm. <laughs> or in front of my friends how I do with managers and partners that I work with. Now, if they come and listen to this podcast, then all bets are fucking off. You know, I can't, I can't help you there. You're going in, you're searching to hear how I, you know, what I, what I do on the, and to listen to what I do on the weekends and when I'm with my friends. So that's on you, bud, if you're listening right now. But, but you're not bringing this into like the workplace. Exactly. I am outside of the workplace. I don't record my podcast while I'm, you know, preparing tax returns. Mm-hmm. I do Absolutely that outside not. of, outside of work. So yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that sounds good to me. Uh, all right. So Next moving one. on. 
to the next one. Um, what do you prefer for TV shows? Do you like to binge a whole season at a time or the old school method of one episode a week for, you know, a couple of months? How do you feel about this? What was your... See, the thing is, is I kind of like doing both because like sometimes if it's, especially if it's a um, a TV show where the episodes are only like 20 minutes long, then I'll probably want to binge like the whole thing because only watching 20 minutes of a show and then having to wait, wait a whole week, like that's unsatisfying. Mm-hmm. Um, but for like big shows like Game of Thrones where each episode is an hour long, I kind of liked it where I was looking forward to an hour long episode once a week, whereas yeah. binging, you know, like 12 hours straight of Game of Thrones is really hard where yeah. it whereas like if it's a shorter show, like the binge will be like three hours. Yeah, no, I agree. Especially if you have like five different or four different shows that you watch every week, you know, and those are just one hour each. Like if you have those every week and they're on t- different days of the week, that could be pretty nice. Like you have something to look forward to every day of the week for an hour, as opposed to binging at all. And then like being on the search for something new. I mean, then if you binge everything, then you have nothing else to watch, you know? Yeah. And then you're like, you're like, shit, what do I do now? And plus, I mean, on the other hand, not everyone has time to binge TV nonstop. I mean, people have lives. And so if you, you know, if you just leave it to like one hour a day, then there you go. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I, I, I don't know. Netflix has kind of ruined this whole thing because then that now they just drop whole seasons and, you know, you kind of yeah. have to binge the whole. But uh, most it is nice, especially when you're hungover. So I yeah, completely understand uh, that. that and most people agree. It was like 77 percent to 23 percent. I would prefer to binge uh, where I like, as opposed to watching over time. Okay. So this next one, I actually was a little surprised by the results. So in this scenario, you have to survive for one week on either only one type of candy or only French fries. Uh, What would you rather do? Only French fries. Only French fries. Okay. So here's, here's my counter argument. Cause I would have picked one type of candy. If you you have a sweet, you have a sweet tooth. True, but if you say one type of candy, you can get like one type of candy, but with like different flavors of it. So I would be like Starburst, but at least I get multiple flavors of Starburst. Starburst, whereas with French fries, you only get like French fry flavor. You know? Yeah, but one is like sugar and kind of like sweet, and it's like not everyone wants sweet um, all the time. I don't know. It's like fries are more substance. You know, you get the saltiness, you get, you know, the potato aspect. I mean, it's still unhealthy regardless of what you're eating, like which one you're eating. But I think fries are more substantial than candy. Like candy isn't a meal, but like you could totally make fries a meal of the day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, all right. I I get it. All I know is I feel like you're going to get sick and freaking tired of French fries by day. Oh, you're going to trust me. You're going to get sick and tired of whatever candy you choose. And for sure, you're going to I think you're going to feel a lot worse from getting full off of that candy than getting full off of French fries. Honestly, either way, like you're going to feel like garbage by. Oh, 100 percent. I just think like overloading on sugar is like 10 times worse than like fried potatoes mm-hmm. all right whatever deets their own i love candy i'm a, i got a sweet tooth yeah i have zero i do not have a sweet tooth so I, mm-hmm. I maybe i'm just like an outlier in that aspect 
All right, fair enough. So this next one, I actually don't know like all of the details to it. I've just seen it like kind of pop up a few times on social media. But there is some drama between Kanye West and Drake. I know like uh, Drake dropped. It's been like apparently like a long-standing beef for a while. But mm-hmm. Drake dropped uh, a new song with Trippy Red, uh, where he was like featured on on Trippy Red's new album, and he was slandering the good name of Kanye West on it. And then in response, Kanye West posted Drake's Drake's like address yeah, so, to his that. house. So people were able to like go find him or something like that. Um, Which was surprising that he lives in Canada. Uh, I mean, he lives all over the place, but he's from, isn't he from Toronto? No, he's from Canada, but like, but I was confused. Like, why wouldn't he post his Calabasas house location? Like, why wouldn't he post the uh behind the gates why would he post canada it's like who's gonna act i mean i'm sure some canadians probably went and drove to the area but like i mean there's probably crazy people no matter where he could have been in the middle of oklahoma and weirdos would have showed up at his house yeah i didn't really get that like just because someone like made a disc a diss verse or dissed you on a verse you're gonna then post their address like i don't know i feel like this leads back to like when i didn't drake like didn't people assume Drake was talking about like Kim in one of his songs or something? Probably. I or like there was it was rumored that they were like hooking up or something. I don't know. Not totally yeah. sure. I, all I know is that uh, uh, a list of people I would not want to get into like an internet fight with Kanye West is up at the top because he will. I feel like he just will play dirty and he has like there's no line he won't cross. Yeah, but also it's like, okay, like he's probably like something tells me Kanye West is all talk and he's just gonna like, he's just gonna tweet a bunch of shit about you, but like then, okay, cool. Like everyone already thinks he's insane. So like let him go, let him go on his Twitter rant and then he'll shut up, you know, like. Mm-hmm. All right, fair enough. Um, so yeah, I mean, that being said, who would I rather, what was the question again? What, what did it? I mean, it's like, who do you, I guess, support in this, like, Twitter argument? I mean, I guess I'm going to, I guess, I'm going to, yeah, I'm going to support Drake, too, just because, like, Kanye West, I, I don't know, just tweeting out, like, super intimate details. Yeah, uh, that being like, said, who would I, who would I not rather get, have beef with? I would rather not have beef, beef with Drake than Kanye West. For, for what, the reason I just said. Okay. All right. That because I feel I, uh, like. That being said, I feel like Kanye West has beef with everyone. So like if Drake, like Drake, who comes off as like one of the nicest people, I feel like that'd be shitty if like you don't want it because God knows what he's like if you actually have beef with him because he has beef with no one. Yeah, it, it's that, and it's um, I don't know. It's like everyone knows that Kanye has you, you know is, is a little bit of a wild card. So they're they're yeah. you know if you get beef with him, they'll be like eh, whatever. Everyone gets into fights with Kanye, but then like you get into a fight with Drake, people will look at you and be like, wow, like that's the guy that somehow pissed off Drake. Like yeah, yeah. that might be a problem there. Exactly, exactly. Okay, was that it or? Yep, that was it. Cool. Well, good episode. Again, uh, we thank Lorenzo for coming on and doing the interview with us. Everyone, go follow him. Slide into his DMs if you want to go on that uh, dating show, or if you're trying to, you know, hit up Bang Bang in San- downtown San Diego. Great club. We've uh, both Nick and I have been there. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, so I guess until next week, don't forget to uh, follow us, subscribe to us, um, check out our Instagram, TikToks, to tell your friends, all the above. All right. 
Well, with that, until next week, cheers, everyone. Until next week, cheers.